flew open. Oh no, you're not making tamales tonight. You've got a date. The kitchen smelled like dark chocolate, cinnamon, coffee, vanilla. And normally these smells and the sight of his beautiful kitchen, copper bowls, white marble counters, handsome Latin chocolatiers in spotless uniforms was enough to cause him to swallow his irritation with David's latest scheme to fix he and Santos up in a threesome. No matter how many times he told David they were happy, David thought, Happy was a synonym for boring. And they would become sexually stale without the addition of a third, or some stout ropes, or a can of foaming mint lube. Don't tell me you've rousted up another one of those strange gay bears. That last guy must have weighed 300 pounds, and he was significantly more interested in the death by chocolate cake than anything else. He would have crushed Santos to death with no problem. David shrugged an elegant shoulder and reached into the sub-zero for the eggs. We have the tea menu yet? Abraham pointed silently at the menu, posted at 5.30 this morning as it was every morning, before he headed to the gym for his usual morning basketball game. All right, well, um, what happened was I went to this mask-making workshop with Diablo, and I met these frisky boys, and they had a branch, like a gay mask-making club. A gay mask-making club in San Antonio? Oh, yeah. The underworld is a rich and beautiful culture, bro. Manuel nodded from the dried fruit table. He was dipping golden pieces of pineapple in the ganache. That's true, boss. Culture's not what they talk about. There's like a dominant culture and a non-dominant culture. It has layers, like layers of a... of a... of a truffle? David offered like this was a gift, but Manuel shook his head. More like a tiramisu. Abraham studied them as if they were recently arrived from another planet. Sociology in the kitchen? Mm, interesting, but I said no to the blind date. Me and Santos are fine for the millionth time. We don't want to have sex with strangers or bears or anything involving lashes with a little whip. Wait, wait, you haven't heard the best part. Oh, God. Abraham pulled an apron over his head and took a copper bowl from the shelf. David was gearing up for some serious storytelling. This might take till Christmas. Meringues would be nice for tea. He started separating eggs, good for the concentration. So, we were exploring mask wearing as a metaphor for identity formation, and I noticed this one guy. Abraham studied his little brother. He could not possibly be related to this fey, gorgeous boy. Such a bullshitter. Eyes like sweet milk chocolate and the wheedling voice of a carny huckster. What's wrong with him? Nothing. It was just he didn't really fit in with the group. I mean, he wasn't really into the dynamics of the whole group sex thing. A clear point in his favor, Abraham thought. Group sex thing? Could we discuss your personal safety for a moment? He was into the masks, though, and had done a careful study of masks of several cultures. And, you know, he wanted to talk about them. In truth, Abraham, I was interested, but some of the other guys, they kind of ignored him. I think he was hoping for something else from the club, like something more intellectual. The other guys were too busy fitting on their cock rings and harnesses for a little pony play. Exactly! So, your guy with a mask. He can only do what he wants to do with his face hidden? That doesn't sound too healthy. Manuel turned from the ganache and gave him a mournful look. Masks do more than hide identity, man. That's an Anglo-European interpretation. Emma had pushed through the doors. I could use some more almond biscotti out front, and you're quite right, Manuel. Masks in most cultures serve to provide additional identity through ritual.
Many cultures, the masks allow a spiritual identity to enter the body, share the corporeal, so to speak. Masks don't hide. It's just a symbolic representation. This is who I am. And I am also this, and I'm also this. Stranger, better, more powerful, more dangerous. Abraham realized he was staring at her, mouth hanging open. She pointed to her chest with her thumbs. Hello, theater major. She swept out of the kitchen like a princess, and Abraham had to resist the urge to applaud. He went back to work with a whisk. So what's the deal? Who is it? That thing Diablo said, that's what I'm... David, cut to shit. Who is it, and how can I call and cancel? You can't. He said you're already meeting him on the steps of San Juan Capistrano at seven. He's on duty till then. Abraham felt his lips go numb. On duty?